It's the silent trigger behind conditions as varied and seemingly unrelated as Alzheimer's, asthma, heart disease, chronic pain, digestive disorders, diabetes, and you guessed it, cancer. But it's also the one thing that conventional medicine consistently fails to address at its root cause. This is why millions of people are paying the price with their long-term health. As we wrap up this month of inflammation, we're diving today into the root cause and really, you know, not holding any punches. It's important, guys. And this is why we're talking about it all month long. I hope you'll join us. Hey there, beautiful. I'm so glad you stopped by. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of More Than Hope Podcast, where we will openly discuss how to find that wonderful, radiant, vivacious goddess that you once knew and bring her back to life. I'm Wendy, holistic nutritional consultant, and I know we're going to be best friends because I know that it takes more than just hope and the occasional carrot to reach your heart's desire. And I wanna help by offering you real solutions because after all, you're a real woman dealing with real issues in the real world. Let's face it, life can be tough sometimes. Heck, our own inner voice can be our own worst enemy and it's hard to get out of our heads and see the reality of life. But when we have someone to turn to, someone to lean on, someone who has our backs and gets us. Life can be a little easier. We smile more. We laugh more. We appreciate life more. I'm here to tell you that I am that someone. I'm on your side. And truth be known, I love you. So grab your carrot and let's get started. Diseases such as those categorized as cardiovascular, bone, muscular, and skeletal, chronic inflammatory diseases, neurological, diabetic complications, metabolic disorder complications, and even cancer, all have that one primary cause that is often overlooked. Chronic systemic inflammation. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy, my friends. It's crazy. And that's why I dedicated this whole past month to looking at inflammation from a lot of different sources. We looked at a little bit of a lighter side with regards to the foods. And we looked at some heavier situations with regards to the end cause and end result of not really fixing the problem. Conventional medicine is not really helping us. It's not really telling you. It's giving you a handful of pharmaceuticals and saying, okay, go home, you know, take this, this one, that one, this green one, this purple one, this orange one, uh, and, and, you know, you'll have to take that for the rest of your life. That's basically what they're telling us. I don't agree. And I don't know about you. Well, you probably wouldn't be listening to me otherwise, but I have a feeling that you don't agree either. When I was nursing, I saw it. I mean, I specifically haven't had 
major issues in my life. But as a nurse, as a palliative care nurse, I saw the other end. I saw the end of congestive heart failure. I saw the end of diabetic complications. I saw the end of cancer. And what is the end? The end is death. And it shifted me. It shifted my whole perspective. Especially when I realized that there's something that we could do to help reverse and lessen and avoid altogether all of these things. These are their lifestyle diseases. These are the lifestyle issues that are coming from the type of lifestyle we're leading. My friends, I don't want you to go there. And anything that I can do to help you not get there, then, you know, I, I can leave this world knowing that I did what I had to do. It is not your fault. Because when you know better, you do better. And unfortunately, in this regard, I'm not saying in every regard, but in this regard, for, you know, conventional medicine is failing us. Conventional medicine doesn't really promote preventative medicine, preventative health. Why? Well, <laughs> it's not nice to say, but uh, a healthy person doesn't bring in money. A healthy person doesn't pay the bills. And conventional medicine is big bucks. It's big pharma. You've heard the term, and it has nothing to do with conspiracy theories. It, it's real stuff. You don't have to listen to me to understand that, you know, when you're aching, what do they say? Take a pill and call me in the morning. Well, where do you get that pill? You get it from a pharmacy. And how do you get that pill? Well, you have to pay for it. And who's providing that pill for you? Big money, big pharma. And who's telling you to take that pill? Well, the doctor. Doctors know. Well, doctors are also paid to know. Doctors are also promoted and helped and assisted to tell you that this pill will be better than taking in an apple. An apple a day keeps the doctor away is an old, old, old saying. I don't know exactly how old it is, but I'm pretty sure that it goes way beyond pharmaceuticals. Anyways, not what I really wanted to talk about right now, but understanding that the reason behind talking about inflammation as much as I have over the last little while is imperative. And I'm hoping that following along with the series that you really have been able to get a clearer picture of why, what, how, who, and all the incidentals that you need with regards to inflammation in your life. 
You're probably aware that the pharmaceutical industry actually offers all kinds of laboratory pills and potions for literally any disease. Many of them, many of the diseases like I was talking about are caused by chronic inflammation. And like I said, none of these chemicals really do anything to stop the inflammation. You can take ibuprofen, Motrin, something along that lines, right over the counter or prescribed, and it will decrease inflammation in the moment. But basically what it's doing is giving you a Band-Aid solution because as soon as the four hours, because they only last four hours, that's the shelf, that's not the shelf life, that's the, that's, that's the, Oh, there's a special word for it, but I've forgotten right now. That's the, that's how long it lasts in your system, four to six hours. As soon as that four to six hours is gone, what happens? The aches and pains come back. The inflammation starts to rise again. It's actually not coming back. It never left. You're just feeling the symptoms again. They just mask the symptoms. They don't allow the body to release it, to feel better, to take a deep sigh of relief and go, oh, finally, finally I can move without pain. Finally, I can breathe, literally. Masking the symptoms just allows that progression of degeneration continue without you noticing it. You know, and, and yes, there is some need and some imperative um, that we do need pharmaceuticals for some things. I'm not going to deny that. Um, but the thing is, when it comes to things like chronic inflammation, there's other options. And it's not something that we want to mask. This is not something that we want to just brush under the rug and forget about until it, you know, pops up. 20 years later as a diagnosis of cancer and you're wondering well where the hell did this come from i i do this i do that i i've been taking the pills i've been decreasing my inflammation i'm doing everything the doctor says i was going to do but you still end up getting this you still get the metabolic disorder you still get the heart disease you still get the diabetic complications you still get diabetes to clear localized inflammation, so that acute inflammation that we've talked about that is really imperative for disease, um, uh, injury and infection healing, you know, it really, you know, this is the kind of inflammation that's good. The kind of inflammation that shows up as a fever in response to bacterial infection, we want that. We don't want to cover that up, to be honest. I mean, I'm not talking about children here. I'm talking about adults. A fever is a response to an infection going on in the body. 
It's not a type of inflammation. It's, it's an acute inflammation. It's the body trying to protect itself. It's the body, body's natural response to try to kill off an invader. When we have pain and swelling, localized swelling and um, warmness to a, a cut or a bubble somewhere on your body, this is the body's inflammatory response. And it's trying to heal itself. It's not a bad thing. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the systemic infl inflammation that typically results from patterns of poor diet, lack of exercise, autoimmunity, and other various factors. Okay, so, but I'm not trying to make you feel bad here. I'm not trying to point fingers. I'm not trying to say, you did wrong, so this is what your results are going to be. This is That's not it. It's not our faults, really. It's not our faults. How many, how many Tim Hortons and McDonald's do you drive past in the morning to get to work? How many do you drive past on the way home? How many commercials are you inundated with if you're watching TV? Hopefully you're not watching TV and you're out walking. But, I mean, it is, you know, you stop at the grocery store to try to get some good foods into you. Yes, you know, we walk into the um, produce section. But then we, we head over towards the bread section and then we head over towards, you know, the goodies and the snacks and what is that, the cash where we're walking out? Well, chips and, and chocolate bars and all kinds of things that are not the best for us. They get you where they know. It's, it's, it's about money, guys. It's about money and they don't give a shit about whether you're healthy or not. They just want to make a buck. It's shifting a little bit now. I can't be all negative here, but it, for the most part, really, it comes down to a buck. If it's not big pharma, then it's the food industry. And this is where I'm trying to empower you with a little bit of knowledge regarding your health. I'm trying to empower you with at least the seed that you have an option. You do not have to go through the drive-thru. You do not have to watch TV. You don't have to, you know, I'm going kind of outside of the bubble here, but you don't have to be stressed out on a daily basis by watching the news or flipping through Facebook um, and getting all worked up because of all the crap that you're seeing. Turn it off. Delete. You know, don't allow yourself to fall into that category. This is a choice. This is your choice. Okay, so back to inflammation. Um, you know, like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of understanding and then empowering yourself to make some better choices for yourself. This is up to you. It doesn't help to take synthetic pharmaceuticals. Um... Natural supplements, yeah, that's an option. Um, that's one that I am all behind. Whole foods, whole foods, people, whole food supplements. If you can't get in six cups of kale a day, 
towards a whole food supplement. This is where they bridge the gap between um, what you should be eating and what you are eating. We can't eat six cups of kale a day. I'm, I'm just using kale as an example. Poor kale gets, gets crapped on all the time. Not so many people like it, but we all know we need it. But it's, you know, you know, and this is where I, I promote things like Juice Plus. And it is a whole food supplement that is important to have in your system to help decrease inflammation, especially chronic inflammation that might not even be showing up in your radar yet, but it's there, believe me. And, you know, when we mask or cover up the effects of chronic inflammation without addressing the root cause of the inflammation itself, we're not really doing anything to help ourselves. So what actually ends up happening is that progressive weakening of the arteries, that inflammation of the gut, that, you know, that susceptibility for um, leaky gut or SIBO, that opening uh, of the intestinal, sorry, yeah, intestinal um, wall and allowing for um, toxins to be released into the bloodstream. Toxins and, un, you know, undigested proteins and, and different things. These are, this is the downstream situation from inflammation. So we have inflammation in our body, but then we start having issues with our arteries. We start having issues with our gut. We have with our vital organs and other systems in our body. And this is the, the next step, basically. And this in turn can lead to more serious conditions, like I was talking about earlier, heart disease, inflammatory bowel disease, cancer inflammation it's that leaky gut that leaky brain that leaky bowel um leaky um immune system leaky brain leaky joints leaky muscular system right it's ugh. yeah i'm sorry i get passionate about this it's important it's important for you guys to know you know a much better option would be to skip the drugs altogether and nip inflammation of the bud at the bud at its root cause by taking control. Take control of your health and make some adjustments on how you eat and live. That is the bottom line. Take control of your life. Take control of your health. You have the power. Don't put the responsibility on somebody else. Yeah, for the most part, it is not your fault, but, you know, turn that around and make it a positive thing and understand that, okay, well, it's happened. I didn't know any better. I, That's okay. I'm gonna release that and just move forward because now I do know better. Now I'm gonna take control. Now I'm gonna make a choice not to take in gluten for a little while, um, not to, I'm going to decrease my intake of animal products for a little while. I'm going to incorporate more fruits and vegetables into my life. I'm going to go out and walk in the evenings or the afternoons. I am going to make a difference in my own life because I have the ability to do that. 
you have the ability to do that. Okay, so I'm going to get a little sciencey here. And I'm going to explain a little bit more about why inflammation occurs. Chronic inflammation actually stems from things like poor diet, toxic exposure, and lack of exercise, among other things. Yada, yada, yada. You've heard that all before. I've said it a thousand times. But each of these causes trauma to the body. It might not seem like, like it's not a car accident trauma, but it's like the body doesn't understand the difference. The trauma that's coming into the body is that the immune system is, you know, it doesn't matter. The immune system goes, ah, oh, there's something crazy going on and I need to fix it. So the immune system actually attempts to fix it by generating free radicals. And these free radicals permeate body tissue and blood in order to clean up the damage. It's trying to help us. But when the body becomes overwhelmed by this trauma on a daily basis, on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis, the inflammatory response that is trying to fix it gets persistent and persistent and persistent. And it's just in, indefinitely there. It's like you become very normal to it. You think that this is a normal way of being or this is a normal way of aging. It's not. It's not. You don't have to feel like crap in your 50s because you think it's, well, I'm in my 50s. So I have to feel this way. Yeah. You're, you're feeding into a picture of society that is not right. Don't accept that. I mean, really. Come on. You're better than that. Too many free radicals can lead to oxidative stress and damage of the arteries, the nerves, and other tissues of the body. And this is where the serious health problems arise. When you're damaging these things, these pieces of the body, these tissues in the body, you're leaving them susceptible to major issues. If we're predisposed to cardi cardiovascular issues, then that genetic makeup in your body is going to go, oh, well, yeah, this looks good. It's not very healthy. This is my time to take over. And it does. And then you get a diagnosis. So just take a moment now and think about what foods you eat on a regular basis. Do you eat out? Where do you eat out? What type of animal products do you eat? Meat, poultry, fish, eggs? How is the food prepared and what type of oils are you cooking in? And how much of a diet comes from processed and packaged foods? Now, if anything, I know. I'm not, I, I don't have my head in the clouds here. I understand. A lot of these foods are good. We love these foods. But, and I'm a realist. But the thing is, depending upon how desperately you want to shift your health, do you want to get off pharmaceuticals? Are you okay taking them? Do you want to really shift the trajectory towards a disease? Or are you okay with getting it down the road? These factors make up a big difference about whether you 
actually promote or decrease inflammatory response in your body. When food ingredients are refined, and basically refined means stripped of their natural uh, nutrients, natural ingredients, they're chemically altered, processed, you know, with um, high heat, they tend to be extremely inflammatory. Some of the worst offenders are uh, present in everybody's diet every day. So if you live in America, North America, India, or Australia, you're probably consuming vegetable oils. And vegetable oil is one of those big ones, namely same, uh, soybean oil, canola oil, cottonseed, sunflower, and sun uh, safflower oils. These are the major, major contributors, and you want to eliminate them from your diet. If you want to know more about diet, um, go back and listen to uh, the previous episode where we talked about in the anti-inflammatory diet. So... You know, understanding that you want to, you know, start taking in grass-fed butter, ghee, which is um, an amazing, amazing product that is uh, separates the dairy fat from the oil. Um, how does that go now? Yeah, it, it decreases the. Um, what you do is you t- ghee is you can buy it in the grocery store, no problem. But you could also take a, a normal pound of butter and allow it to melt gently not in the microwave allow it to melt gently and then just cool it back up and you'll notice there's a fat and then there's a liquid you just get rid of the liquid and the leftover is what ghee is and it's so much better for you because it is rich in anti-inflammatory vitamins like a e and as well as k2 and cla but you also have your coconut oil and palm oils. I'm not too fancy about palm oils specifically just because of the uh, sustainability of them. But understanding that you want to take in some really incredible oils and decreasing your um, vegetable oils, your omega-6 uh, fatty oils. Um, and, you know, these, they oxidize your blood and they cause cholesterol and they lead to heart disease and different things like this. So understanding, again, I'm not going to talk so much about food because I did in the last um, episode, but you know, that's what we really want to look at is the types of oils that you're taking in into your body and understanding that, you know, this is this is serious stuff, folks. This is serious stuff, and I, and like I said, devoting a whole month towards it is important because there's not one person that I see coming into my office that is not has does not have the inflammatory response happening. Okay, not one person, on some level, and you have the power to change that. Um, you have the power. Go back and listen to the episodes. You know, write down what feels right to you, what resonates with you, what feels like I can do that. Not a problem. I can make ghee. I can I can have more fish in my diet. I can have wild salmon from Alaska. Mm, who doesn't want that? I wouldn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of... Uh, the fatty fishes all the time because you know well, our oceans are not all that pretty these days. So you're taking in a lot of toxins with that too. So be very careful. 
You can also have chia seeds and walnuts and flax seeds. Again, these are options as opposed to the really inflammatory omega-6s. I mean, omega-6 is important to your health, but you want to decrease it because we are inundated with the, too much of it. Um, and it, it's causing a lot of problems. It is the root cause of all the diseases that we talked about earlier. And I want you to know. I want you to have a fighting chance. I want you to make the choice about what is coming for you. Because you do have a choice. Hey, I just wanted to take a moment to introduce you to a new program that's available now, but it's pretty much available all the time. Diet, obesity, and metabolic syndrome are very much linked to various cancers. We kind of know this and may account for as much as 30 to 35% of cancer deaths, indicating that a reasonably good fraction of cancer deaths can be prevented simply by modifying our diet. And the fact that chronic inflammation is closely linked to the exasperation of tumor-producing pathways, well, that's just fancy talk for it makes a big difference to be able to reduce our inflammation in our body. Extensive research actually has revealed that diet consisting of fruits, vegetables, spices, and grains has the potential to prevent cancer. I think most of us kind of know that these days, but where do we start? How do we go from the standard American diet, that sad diet, to the one that will keep us away from the doctor's office? In my experience, it starts with a seasonal cleanse. But look, we're not trying to be perfect here. And we all know that pizza tastes great, barbecue and beer happens, and you know, it's hard. It's really hard to shift and make those big, big changes overnight. But I have an easy compromise for you. It's one that really just goes between what we should be eating and what we are eating. I mean, because it's hard to give up the good things in life and keep your body clean at the same time. They make it really, really hard. But we do want to fight disease. We want to fight against the process of those genes that are expressing in our bodies. We want to not have to be given the diagnosis. And I've got an easy way for you to go through that. It's just a seasonal cleanse. I mean, on a quarterly basis, once a season, we go for about 14 days, two weeks of cleaning up your body, getting your liver back to square one, balancing and enabling the body to take on a much a much needed breather um, a, a breather from the chemicals and the food additives and the colorings and the pesticides the unhealthy fats the sugars the genetically modified foods the toxins i could stay here all day talking to you about this but we just want to get that sludge out of the body we just want to clean things up and all it takes is 14 days 
By allowing the body to clean up and restore itself, it actually increases your chances of having clearer skin, less GI stress, better sleeps, less moodiness, and even losing a couple of pounds. Not to mention the fact that it boosts your immune system and improves your chances of not having to get that diagnosis. When we give a body the chance to really come to a place where it's doing the job that it needs to do, basically keeping you healthy, it can do that work. And by allowing our bodies to clean up for 14 days, it gives that chance to us. It really increases our chances of not getting a diagnosis. And I want that for you. I want that for everybody. A seasonal cleanse is a really good place to start. I mean, like I said, it's hard to give up, you know, going to birthday parties and not having a piece of cake and going out and not having a nice glass of wine or whatever. And these things sometimes can be very detrimental if we don't give our bodies a chance to clean up once in a while because those toxins build up and build up and build up and they they hoard like a hoarder's house. It just builds upon itself and, and it gets very, very hard for the body to do the work that it needs to do. But by incorporating a cleanse on a seasonal basis, it can really, really make a big difference. And that's why I offer that to everybody on a on a you know on a regular basis and the summer cleanse is going on now and I want you to be able to take the opportunity to take a look at it and incorporate it into your health journey so I've left a link in the show notes for you to begin your cleanse today and if you have any questions just reach out Oh, my beautiful friend, how are you doing? Was that episode helpful, inspiring, empowering for your journey? I'd love to know what you thought. You can head over to iTunes, the More Than Hope podcast, and subscribe and give me a review because this is going to help me to tailor these episodes to what you need most. Like I said, I'm here to help. In the meantime, you can find me on social media at Nutritional Solutions by Wendy on Instagram and Wendy Humphreys Nutritional Solutions on Facebook. The best place to find me is at my website though, www.whnutritionalsolutions.com. Every month I have a theme where I give away downloadables and other great free stuff. This is happening all the time because that's what I like to do. Also, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter and other great opportunities because if you like my podcast, you're going to love all the crazy offers I have too. Until then, know that you embody everything that is good in this world. Love yourself deeply and the world of possibilities will open up to you. I promise. Big love always, Wendy. Wendy.